What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable perception, episode 146. Brother from the same month. 146, baby. We had that together. That's 11. It feels like. Didn't you always. That's a master number, 11. That's a master number. Yeah. A lot of times when I look at my phone at different times, it says 11, 11. And I always get a smile because I always think that's what you said. Yeah, hey, that's dope, man. You you a master, bro. Pay attention to the signs. But then other times when I look at my. But I try to put much focus on it or emphasis on emphasis on it because a lot of times I look at my phone and look up it says 1134 too and I'm like okay that's you why like I, that's why I put that much emphasis on that's it funny, like, it's just a number yeah no well, hey it's a sign too look it up bro next time hell well next time you wake up I remember I woke up at 333 the other day I was like oh shit what's up like, what's popping here now now I'm kidding so it feels like Episode 146, it feels like it's been 146 days, bro, since we had a podcast. How's, how's, uh, yeah, man. How's Shibuya, bro? Shibuya was nice, man. Um, or the whole trip in Japan, man. The whole trip, man. Let's see. How can I, how can I say? Well, first to begin with, man, the flight, like 13 hours on the way there. Obviously, I'm flying coach to Japan. Uh, they're really first class or business class. Um, there's a business class? Yeah, I don't know, man. They change different names. It depends on the airlines. Interesting. The, um, <clears throat> but it's never bothered me and kind of flew by. So yeah, I know yeah. now, like, flying anywhere in North America, because I've flown in North America for, like, New York and all that, oh, it'd be like a wink. Is the world flat, bro, or is it round? <laughs> it's because you're in a plane for 13 shadows. hours. I didn't see any shadows. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's flat now, bro. The, uh, That's good, man. It went smooth like so that. So the, uh, well, the flight didn't bother me too much at all. And the good thing is there was a seat that was empty next to me. Oh, and, nice. Uh, Yo, I put, my, I put my shoes there. Right. And then there was, like, I believe it was a Japanese man to the left of that seat. And he was just real nice, hardly talked. And I would look at his book. And it's, you know, their books. There's, like, all the Japanese characters. Yeah. Almost like a, like a pamphlet, it looks like, right? I don't know if you've seen them, the books, how it's done. Um, but yeah, man, the trip there was well, first of all, the flight there, it was great. I had no issues, there was no problems. The um, wait, what did you eat for 13 hours? Um, did they feed you guys a lot? Like, or did you guys just did, get peanuts? But I, didn't, I didn't realize that when I selected my uh, my meal, I think I did, I did vegetarian, but I don't remember. Because I didn't want to risk, like, oh, I have to use a restroom or something. Oh, my. I just want to avoid all potential Jeez. stuff because I don't want to use Dude, you're Larry David, bro. I Jesus. just think ahead. Like, you know what? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather be a little hungry <laughs> yeah. for 12 hours or whatever the time may be. Because I don't even get hungry for 12 hours. But, you know, for the whole trip, as opposed to, like, oh, I have to use a restroom because I ate something weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, then you have to worry about, oh, let me get up and fucking make sure the bathroom's empty, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So it was like vegetarian meal, but it, it was like curry, so I didn't eat it. So I just ate like the cracker oh and a little bit of salad. God. They gave you another meal too, and I just ate like the bread. Um, um, but anyways, man, the Japan trip, man, I guess uh, I'm not going to be so articulate with it or not, man. I mean, I'm not Anthony Bourdain the way he described it, but it was simply, simply eye-opening, man. Not, not only for the city itself, the country itself, the parts that I visited, but just, you know, what I was going through internally, you know, because mm-hmm. I went by myself, right? Um, me and then, you know, I don't speak the language, right? Yeah. Um, and you're in a new experience, but when you're by yourself, it's kind of like you don't have someone else to feed off of 
you know, yeah. like as opposed to when I went to Italy with my boy, you just kind of feed off each other and the energy. As people someone to bounce off ideas with, they want to do this, you want to do that. And you just roll, you know, and you kind of yeah. like energize each other, right? But me or myself, man, I was kind of like, fuck, like, okay, let me do this, let me do that. I had planned some stuff, but I didn't plan too much, you know, just kind of had an idea. So I stayed in Shinjuku. That's the uh, district where the gold, uh, golden uh, guy is and like Piss Alley and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have the Godzilla Hotel. And it's full of hotels, nightlife, red light district, all this other stuff there, right? So I stayed in the core part where it's always happening, no matter the time, uh, night, day, whatever. You could just walk everywhere, right? And I was near a, a train station. Yeah. Where you could just, you know, it takes you to different areas or to the central hub where you could take off somewhere else. So that's where I decided to stay, right? And the rooms are tiny, man. I stayed at the APA Hotel, APA Hotel. Is it a twin bed? Uh, no, the bed was a little bigger. It's oh. just a room. It's just basically, it's like just walk in, it's narrow, and there's a window and a bed to the left, and, and that's bathroom. it, and the bathroom. And, mm. the ba- and they just occupy, they know how to use the space extremely You don't well. have a, a shower. No, there's a shower there, but oh, they wow. know how to occupy. There's a shower, toilet, sink, all that's good, right? Um, but it was like, I'm not going to be staying in the hotel. I'm going to be roaming around anyways. So right there, man, um, I sat there stay there because I was like, it's going to be happening. It's going to be busy. I could walk everywhere, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But man, walking everywhere kind of sucks, man, because I sweat a lot, man. I was sweating a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of warm, but not hot. You know, so no matter where you're going, you're kind of like, oh, man. Do you take, like, an Uber there or, like, a taxi? Like, do you have, like, Wi-Fi outside on your phone? Like, how does that work? Well, yeah, man. So, like, uh, well, I, I set up the international plan before I left. Gotcha. So that gives you unlimited data, which is extremely important because that's what I need for Google Maps. Yeah. That's the main thing. Like, Google Maps, you know, obviously you have entered in the hotel, but, you know, on the road, Google Maps, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I needed for so I did that plan already, so you have no problem with data. And you have, you have minutes, text, unlimited text, blah, blah, blah. And then it's Uber and all that? Like the same thing? Yeah, they have Ubers, taxis, Makes sense. Lyfts, right? Makes sense. Um, it's very much like here. Yeah. Uh, so then, but the Apple Hotel, like, they're everywhere, man. They're fucking everywhere. I think I see it in Apple 299. They're like, dude, three, there's one across yeah. the street, there's one here, but dude, I feel like I still didn't explore as much as I wanted to, going back to, like, being alone. It's like, not speaking the language, you know, you kind of have to do everything yourself. You know, so yeah. I have my earphones on all the time, like, listen to podcasts or music, walking, because I didn't really find someone that spoke English with me. You know, it was a language barrier, but they have a lot of images, so you can navigate. Like, whoa, did you see that? You know? I mean, turn around. Exactly, like, dude. Talk to fucking my, selfie. my higher conscious or my ego, right? Yeah. Um... But, man, it was, it was beautiful, man. You know, Good, man. obviously I deal with, like, some loneliness, things like that when you're by yeah. yourself. And then motivate myself certain nights. Like, I'm like, go out, go out, let's go, you know, and go out and do something. Because you, I will walk around all day, come back, chill out for a bit. Because you got to think about the jet lag, too, because it's a 16-hour difference. Yeah. And it did kind of hit me the first day. And then also, you know, spending, how much am I going to spend here? You hit there? the red light the first day, huh, because the jet lag? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, the red light, man, it's like... <laughs> It's not like red light, like, like Amsterdam. Amsterdam? Here okay. You've never been there, but it's not like prostitution. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not like it's called the red light district because everything is just lit up. And I think it's a lot of clubs and like women. But I think it's a lot of those places where you pay just for them to sit with you or some shit like that. Oh, I wow. don't know. I didn't go into any of them. 
Because the pictures, man, you don't know there's a boy or a girl. Because everyone's like so like, oh, the way wow. they're done up. Dude, and everyone's just so fashion fast there. Um, That's interesting. But yeah, man, like, so I went, okay, so that was Shinjuku district. Shinbuya district was not far. I think the first day I was there, I was kind of walked towards there. And that was like an out way. <coughs> then I also went to Roppongi, which is more like high-end shopping, shit like that. And Mount Fuji. Nice, man. Uh, but yeah, man, it was fucking incredible, man. But it was only there seven days, which was just the right amount of time because I didn't want to overspend either. And I think it'd be different if I was there with someone, you know, like a yeah, pal, a friend, or whatever. But dude, I saw shrines that I wanted to see. They're incredible, man. Like the shrine that I went to, I think it was called the Honoko Shrine. That's cool. You saw the spider, the giant spider. Yeah. That was hard, bro. But the shrine, man, it's like just surrounded by a forest, dude. And there's a church in there. And then there's like certain ways like where you're like, you pay respect. Oh, man, it was, it was just packed. That's awesome. And I don't mind being around a lot of people, so that was cool. And, but, dude, I had some of the best food fucking this place. I went to, I had ramen. God damn, man. Ramen. And, like, you go in and... Uh, this I, motherfucker said ramen, I went in there, bro. I went in there. <laughs> just fine. And the way you order is a machine. Oh, yeah? And you select the stuff. It gives you the... If you pay, you give kiosk? Ticket, you give the ticket. God and damn. then you give the ticket to the waitress, and they give it to the <clears> chef. So they have a machine taking your order. Certain areas. Yeah, no, you select it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quicker, it's just efficient. And then it's also a language barrier, too. You just click on it because it's the images, you know? Mm. Um, I well, went to three egg rolls for the white boy. Right? Oh, speak English? I went to this place out with the standing up sushi place. Man, it was so tender, the rice, that I couldn't fucking use a chopstick. So I was spilling everywhere. And it's a standing room only. So That's it's like hilarious. a small area. So after that, I stopped fucking dipping it. I was like, fuck that shit. God damn, it's delicious, the- man. Is the fish that much better over there, or is it, like, compared to, like, the best sushi that you've eaten here in the States, like, is it comparably good, or is it, like, it shits on, it shits I, on the I United wouldn't States. say it shits on it because I didn't go to, like, a specific world-class renowned place, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, the Ryan place that I went to, that's supposed to be high-end, not in terms of price, but in terms of reviews. Yeah. And that shits on ramen that I've had here. That for sure. Okay. But the sushi I had, I did walk into this one place. It was called Kabuki, of all things, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not the chain, but it's like just one place. I walked in, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, yeah, come on in. Oh, uh, California like, roll. California like rolls. Minutes. You're like, why do I keep getting it? I had to like, right? I had to wait like 15 <laughs> minutes. Give me fries. I had to wait like 15 <laughs> minutes, but they, the choices they gave me, I didn't, I couldn't even read the language, right? So I just was like, chef's choice, X amount of dollars. And it was only eight pieces of sushi, but one at a time, and it was curated, and that blew any sushi around. One at a time? Like one slice at a time? Yeah. Because and it would come every it. minute? No, no, no. It was like you're sitting at the chef's table. <sighs> be like, you're sitting keep at the coming, sh- doc. No, so it's like you're sitting, there just, just, you're sitting at the sushi chef's table. Oh, okay? wow. And it, was only like, it only fits like eight people there. And it was like two sushi chefs, and one was on one side, one was on the other. And... Different people order similar things, and they just give you one at a time as he's preparing it for each individual. That's cool. So man. it's cute, and then I'm talking about the fish, huge and delicate and delicious, man. That's cool. Oh my man. god, that's the best sushi I've had. And that was I don't know, like forty bucks or something, you know, or fifty bucks for oh, wow. pieces. Wow. So, but it's shit like that, man. That was just impressive, man. But one of my favorite spots was the uh, Golden Gate, which is the area where it's. Like 200 plus. Pause. Hold on. What was the name? <laughs> Golden Gate. <laughs> oh, no, no. 
golden guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite place is sushi. The no, golden guy. It's okay. called golden guy. Okay. I guess you pronounce it G-A-I, right? So it's, uh, and that's the area where it's like 200 plus bars. Oh, that's tight. And they're yeah. all each the size like of a closet, mm. like a tiny room, you know? So you walk in, you know, there's room, you sit in there, and you just start ordering. You that's know, so some tight. places don't allow foreigners. I didn't see those lines. I didn't see, can some people only take their, their, their regulars. And it says Japanese only, Suriname. I didn't see those. Oh, shit. But Suriname's like that. Yeah, so so there's some to, like, signs, signs outside. Yeah. I didn't see any. But I only jumped into like four of them because it was kind of busy. I ought to take a selfie next Dude, to it. And fucking the two ones that I wanted to go to because it sounded cool. One was called Deathmatch in Hell. Oh, that's hard. And I would look at that pictures of like old films. And there was one that I saw of Mean Streets and another one. But that one was packed. Uh, but that was cool, man. But that one, I bounced around. I, I was like an empty stomach. First place I went into, it was chill. They had all, it was like light blue. But I walked in there because there was nobody in there except this one girl. And she was nice. She's a Japanese lady who's a tour guide. And she spoke English, so we spoke for a little bit. Actually, the whole time there. She, Yo, we exchanged fuck faces. Right? What? She actually is, uh, was a, uh, a flute player. And oh, she lived in dope. London. Professional flute player, right? What? And then she came back to Japan just to be a tour guide because she wanted to be more chill. That's cool, they, man. Right? And fucking... Um, you didn't hire her? Right. To and be your she, tour guy? She, dude, in that place, it just had nothing but records on the wall of like 70s and 80s pop stars from Japan. That's no shit. But I had a whiskey there. And okay, I, had a I was going to ask beers, you that. What'd you drink? Yeah. had a few beers. And I went to this other spot that was, um, that was that was okay. You know, this other small bar, but that's where I met a Korean guy who spoke Japanese ex- and who spoke English extremely well. But he seemed like a little odd, like it was like, I work so much, right? And all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. But dude, I got fucking so shit faced. <laughs> and then I started walking like back to my hotel. So I kind of so stumbled there. And I laid in my bed and I fucking yacked. I went to the bathroom and yacked. I haven't threw up in so long because of alcohol. I oh, because you didn't eat, fool. Yeah, and I didn't record it. And they're probably jet lag and then drinking beer yeah, and alcohol. Yeah. And I freaking, uh, I recorded a video of me walking to the place. I was just stumbling everywhere. Oh, man, but yeah, man. I mean, we could touch base back yeah, on that again, ha- man. Hasselhoff. Dude, I did the Shibuya Crossing, oh, where yeah. you see that famous, <clears throat> um, saw the Godzilla, walked around different shops, man. There's so much high-end shit everywhere. Everyone's so busy, dude. No one keeps, no one even looks at you. Everyone's just on their way. Um... I tried to take some pictures in there on my phone, but I didn't go too crazy, you know? Yeah. The shrines were incredible. The garden was amazing. Man, it was beautiful, man. Sounds like a good trip, man. It was excellent. Seven yeah. days well spent. Yeah, man, just on, on the go, you know? Face, FaceTime my mom every day, telling her you're missing. <laughs> nah, I gave her a call once or twice. That's cool, man. The uh, Mount Fuji thing was cool, except yeah. that was the morning after I was fucking drunk. So I got uh, up, I was feeling like shit. God I, damn. I basically ran to where you have to meet the tour guide. Where it's like, you know that famous people take pictures of it? I didn't take a picture of it. That love sign. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen it where it's on the floor? It's L and then yeah. E. And it, so it's there in Japan. Oh, wow. And it was supposed to be It's there. like staggered, right? It's like on top of each other? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but there were somewhere else. So, and then they said, if you want to get some 7-Eleven, but I didn't trust it. I just wanted to sit down. 
jumped on the bus and I didn't grab shit, which I regret it. Jesus. So we so didn't get to the time. first stop to like, no, 40 minutes in. And the restaurants that were there were closed. So I got food to 7-Eleven. But bro, food in 7-Eleven for Japan is way different. It was a rice patty with, uh, with like sushi on top. Wow. Fucking scarf that down. Had a fucking sausage on a stick, man. Maybe that was golden guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was golden that guy was right golden there. That was right there. Right, that was your boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I keep going, man, but it was fucking incredible, man. I strongly recommend anyone go and visit. But, dude, some of the differences right away that I noticed was so fucking clean. Yeah. Everyone's, like, respectful and everything's fucking clean. I don't know how people here get in so many accidents, man, because over there... It shits on the population with certain oh, areas right here. When they're driving, dude, but everyone just waits their turn, walking, crossing, they respect the signs, the fucking, the, the, the Ubers and cabs everywhere, but everyone just is respectful how they're moving around. Um, there's no trash cans anywhere. Anywhere. Only recycle bins, which the hole is cut out for like the cans, etc. So it's not like you could stuff all this trash in there or anything, and then you should be respectful and not put trash in there anyways, but... There's no trash anywhere, and you would think with no trash cans, there would be trash. Yeah. Just the opposite, man. That means people are just carrying less shit. Yeah. Less shit, and people were out there sweeping early in the morning. I would just roam in certain areas and walk. Houses were awesome, man, and like, but tight spaces everywhere. It was just beautiful, man. It was never dirty, dude. That's cool, man. Different Fuck, world. It's, like, it's fucking Different awesome, world out man. there, man. The museum, the, the unfortunately, was closed the day I went. But at least I saw the spider outside. That's cool. You so saw they must the be in different locations, you know, because I think they have one in, in France, in too. Europe, in France, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did go to the tower, the uh, in the museum. You Shout go to the to tower, and you, you see a 360 degree view of Japan, man. Well, at least that area. Oh, so you just turn around live. Well, no, you walk around yeah, because yeah. they have, you know, it's just windows. You have to walk around the whole building, and that's a 360 view because obviously you can't see the whole thing. Was that free? Free space. No, you had to pay for that. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's free, man. Not in Japan. Hey, but I could that's get used dope, to this, man. man. No tipping. No tipping for food yeah. and no fucking tipping taxi cab drivers. Oh, that's cool. They, they don't find that disrespectful. And just and when I come back here, I'm like, is he a fucking tip box outside of KFC? You know what I mean? It's like this fucking yeah, ridiculous, man. man. Like, yeah. all this shit. Self-checkout has tip. Hey, man, it's just like, yeah, it does, dude. Like, uh, oh, man, it was just incredible, man. I took a bunch of pictures, man. I'll send you some more. We'll post some. And, um, yeah, man, highly recommend it, dude. Good, man. That's what's up, bro. So, in the meet, so while you were gone, that's when I was, like, moving all the shit yeah. to the crib. So, while you were in your 13-hour flight, I was in my 13-hour Fucking moving everything, bro. I didn't know how long that shit was going to take, bro. Like, the kitchen, bro. Like, all the plates, cups, food in the refrigerator, freezer. You thought it was going to be easy. I didn't think about all that shit. I was like, God damn, I have so much shit. I'm over here talking about I want to be a minimalist. That, That made me open up my eyes, bro. I was like, Jesus Christ. That shit was wild. Well, it's a, uh, it's a, uh. It's a uh, what is it? it's a blessing and a curse the way you view certain things because I'm the same way where you're like I'll figure it out I'll do it tomorrow I can do it myself like yeah. you mentally think that but it's also a curse if you don't stop and think about everything that goes into it like actually and you start thinking that's what I've gotten better as I got older like this may take this much time and 
made me ask someone for help. Yeah. you weren't even doing that. So that I wasn't Wednesday, even doing that. Yeah. That Wednesday, the night before I left, we were going to record. And I went to you. And I'm glad I saw the kids. And I went over there. Yeah, yeah. Because Mercy was there. And I saw there was fucking shit everywhere still. The TVs were still mounted. Everything. Like that, and I knew you guys had to be out the next day. Yeah. So I told Mercy, hey, man, let me. Let me just tell her not to like, hey, dude, like, let's just, I'll help you guys while I'm here. Mm-hmm. And you came home and I'm glad you were like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah. dude, because you didn't realize that. You still, I sat and touched the kitchen. Like you said, all the plates. Yeah, the bro. Knives. All the shot glasses, bro. But yeah, thanks for the, taking the mounts off and helping that out a lot. For that real. fucking but, bed took forever, dude. And that was both of us. Oh, that bed was, yeah, I don't know how but I thought sturdy, I would. That's dude. I would get that. It's bamboo. It's a bamboo bed. That's that one. Like, like when I saw, it, I was like, "Dude, this." I'm glad it took forever because I'm like, "This is well constructed." It's a good bed. And uh, uh what do they call those? Um, bunk bed. I was like, "And bunk beds should be well constructed." Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, that was good. But it was cool, man. So we moved everything in, and we had a yard sale that same weekend. We did pretty good. Good. We man. got a lot of people. And bro, I had a, I had a really good core memory, or I had a really good. Uh, moment where i was finally able to pay our dad back hell yeah with with what he helped me out with so it it felt good man and like i saw like the look in his eyes like damn i'm proud of you son and i was like hell yeah that was like my coming a moment like you're like you're a real man because you kept your word like you paid right and parents don't expect you to pay pay him back you know what i'm saying so it was cool man doesn't it feel good man when you finally like live up to your debt yeah, bro. And I sooner thought, than you thought? A lot sooner than I thought, bro. I thought I was going to be like 50 years old. Like, Dad, I finally did it here. But it's finally, it's it's cool being able to do it while he's here, bro. Congrats, present. Man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good, man. And then, yeah, life's coming quick, bro. Like, my son's already going to be four years old in, in three weeks. Your, your godson fucking... Um, he had his first day of school on Wednesday. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Bro, first day of preschool, I'm just like, fuck, I never thought I would see this. And, dude, it was kind of hard, man, for him. Of course. For us, too, man. Like, so we got there, and he was just like, no, no. Like, telling us no repeatedly, bro. And we're like, come well, on, you could do it. He told you no where, at the door? Cause at the door, you know, yeah. yeah. He was, like, waving his hand, like, right. like when Herb Dean stops a fight. That like, was beautiful. He lived that, that was leg. Remember that leg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking um, Crow Cop, bro. Yeah, yeah. Crow Cop. Shout out to Crow Cop, man. That dude's a legend, dude. He, fucking Gonzaga did him dirty his own fucking way, Herb bro. Herb Dean saved his leg, huh? Yeah, I know. His fucking his shit was he twisted. Yeah, he but, he, but, yeah, Zeke kept saying no, and then the teacher, Miss Irene, came out. Uh, and she was like trying to talk to him and he calmed down and he went inside and yeah bro we let him go and then we were just watching him from outside the door for like 30 minutes to see if he was cool and then we just left to go get breakfast bro and it was sad bro when we went to go get breakfast the fucking um car song came on me and mercy were like ah where's zeke at (laughs) and like when we were like all table for three like, I hesitated because I was going to say four. Yeah. And then also, like, because it was just me, Mercy, and Sage, the waitress gave uh, Sage, like, a bucket full of toys, bro. And one of the toys was Ron from Ron Gone Wrong, the the movie he likes. I was like, what the heck? Like, this is random. Like, no one has a Ron Gone Wrong toy. So it was just, it was just crazy to see that and just made, made Mercy and I miss him more. Like, fuck. 
And then they like created like a little mummy, like during class. They did sing time. They read a book. They did a show and tell. And and yeah, we picked him up and he was happy. He had a good time. Who was it tougher on? I think it was tougher on Sounds like it was tougher on you guys. Yeah, for sure. It was tougher on us. But like it was good because like Zeke knows like me and Mercy are like more lenient, so we'll like give in with shit. So this kind of made him grow up a little more. So the thing that sucks that it's kind of like he's a little more independent now, I feel. He needs it, but it just sucks. Like that's one less thing he needs mommy and daddy for. So how long were you guys with them there until you guys left? We were just there for like 30 minutes, just outside, just to make sure so everything's cool. he just cried cool. a little bit? When you first yeah, he there? cried for like the first 10, 15 minutes in, in class. And then when did he adjust or something? He adjusted right? like 20 minutes in. Okay. Was it like what the teacher distracted him? or? or nah, he just adapted to his okay, environment. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, man. And then when we came, we came back like an hour late, an hour and a half later, bro, because it's a two and a half hour class. All right. Yeah. Nice, so, man. I was like, you did good, man. I'm going to go get you a shake at in and out My like, first day of kindergarten, because I didn't do preschool, I didn't do any of that. My, I remember my, my day of kindergarten, I cried. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. First day, but it's like right there, it's like your parents just leave. And you're just like, there, all right, here we go. That's why. Yeah, it's like taking a Band-Aid off, man. It kind of sucks, but it's needed, man, I feel. No, it's absolutely good, man. Yeah, yeah. So he's a good kid, man. And that's really cute. Proud of him. What did you What did you put? Uh, future, what, what did he want to be a QA analyst? Yeah, a QA, <laughs> a QA tester, man. Yeah, so fucking test out video games, bro. I was looking it up. I, I looked it up because I Mercy did the whole thing. So creative. It was a good color too. Made it pop. I was yeah, like, how much do they make an hour? And then they make like fifty five bucks an hour. They make like ninety seven k. I was like, all right, cool. That's Hell not yeah. bad. That's what's up. I rock with that. You guys, you randomly just chose that? No, it's because he's good, bro. Yeah. He's He legit, like, when we go to Target, like, he'll play the DS, he'll change the game, play something else. Right. Like, on the iPad, he'll download different games, different apps. Bro, like, right now, my son is a fucking beast with Roblox, bro. Okay. That he's shit, like, like eight-year-olds play, dude. He's three years old fucking yeah. beating the levels, bro. Like, nice, he's man. legit completed three levels, three okay. full levels. And, then, and they're long, you, bro. All right. So what are you, like, building stuff? How do you no, build? it's literally like a, it's like an obstacle course, bro. So like, oh. you're like a stick figure and you, you got to, like, figure it out. Like, how to, like, escape, like, a jail cell or, like, how to get through a maze or, like, how to, like, jump to, like, a certain platform in a certain sequence. Like, Nice, man. So it's, it's like mind puzzles. It's, yes. He's, like, working his brain, bro. Fuck That's why I'm not dude. mad at it. I was like, you could play this all day, bro. And it was funny because, like, he was at Target with Mercy the other day, and um, he kept pointing. I wasn't there, but Mercy told me. He kept pointing at a Roblox um, gift card. And then she told him, she's like, Ezekiel, we have it at home. And, like, she was telling me the story, and I was like, oh, babe, it's because this dude probably wants to buy shit in the game. Of course, yeah. That's what he wants to do. I was like, he gets points if he beats the level, but he right. he just wants to buy shit. But don't buy him that because he'll just end up buying anything. No, 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 no man. You don't <laughs> I was like, he'll earn that shit. Yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Which so you guys funny. have everything blocked, so he's not able to purchase stuff. No, you gotta yeah. you gotta put my password. Good, good. Yeah, not him. I get the email too, like, cause he could download games for f that are free. So I'll get an alert, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh Zeke, you downloaded something. Yeah, for sure, man. 
So it's funny, man. Like, that fool be playing the PS5, not me, man. Fucking speaking of passwords, man. So uh, last night, you know, I was like, oh, man, I couldn't sleep. And I've been listening to this audiobook called uh, the, Three, uh, the Three Body Problem, right? You do the, the Audible? No, no, I don't pay for that. Oh, thank God, man. Because you book. have like a thousand subscriptions. Exactly, right? Might as well add that to the fucking oh basket. God. I fucking know the three, the three body problem. I bought the audiobook before I went to Japan. Because I was listening to it on YouTube for free, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, I'm just fucking Can taking like it from these hours, guys. 18 hours, man. I need to No, fast it really is. It's like time. 22. It's like, no, yeah, audiobook. And that's just the first book, right? So I was yeah. like, oh, let me, let me just buy it, dude. But, dude, it's a complex book for me because it's like, uh, to begin with, it's a sci-fi book. Have you read a sci-fi book? You read any sci-fi? Nah, I don't really. So read you know, fiction. they already create stuff when they create worlds. You know, it's expansive, right? But it's all, but it's also a Chinese book, so it's been translated. So it's a Chinese sci-fi book, but it deals with like a created history, a created future, created present, mm-hmm. and then you hear different names like Yang Wali, and the guy's voice changes with certain characters. He does right. But it's fucking dope, man. Like, so far. But it's like... Is there a movie? Netflix announced that they're making a show next year. Was this an anime, a cartoon before? Why is it so big? It was just a book? It's a book, yeah. Oh, wow. It got the Hugo Award, which is like the big... uh, Interesting. The big award for sci-fi books. Uh, And it's like... uh, And I bought the books, right? But I was like, let me just hear the audiobook, man. Because let me just... I'm already listening to it on YouTube. But I just bought the first book. I'll read the other two. And fucking... um, Anyways, the point is this. It's complex, and sometimes I forget what they said, and I'm laying there in the dark listening to it, <laughs> and I'm like, let me go back. What did they say yeah. here? What did they? Anyways, the point is, I was like, man, man, let me watch this movie. It was on Mubi. It's on Mubi, right? Fucking Mubi. Mubi. Yeah, I've never heard of Mubi? I've never heard of Mubi. Okay, so Mubi is like, uh, it's kind of, what? I wouldn't say highbrow, but it's more like artsy, curated films. Yeah. streaming service, right? So it's like Criterion Collection, but not as high. But it's it's like that. And it's from around the world. So you'll for the, like Italian, for the listeners, French, what is Mexican. what is Criterion Collection mean? Criterion, well, Criterion is kind of like the staple of things, right? So, but the Criterion Collection, if you're a film fan, you've seen them on your you know your bookstores. Also, the Criterion Collection, they they're like basically get curate they curate certain specific films that they find are important. But they can range. It could be like RoboCop. Right, it could be yeah, this, it could be that. Godfather, you know, Scarface. But no, it's like certain contracts, like certain companies won't allow it, mm. you know, because. But Criterion Collection, it's like cream of the cream, kind of like films, especially art house films. But they don't give you bullshit like supplemental things, you know. So you know how you buy something, it's like, oh, special edition, and they just put special edition on it, yeah. you know. And it's like, and what's the special edition? Oh, you get to see the trailer on the DVD, you know. Mm. Like, no, this has like fucking curated stuff like they'll have like specific audio commentaries or they have a, an, uh, a famous film critic analyze a film essays they do the digital master transfer from the master film so it's high level curated stuff right and about criterion collections forever so it's like that because the criterion has a channel it's called the criterion channel i don't pay for that you know but mubi it's like i was like oh i get to watch a film from italy from spain they have shit that other places don't have so Nice, man. I was trying to stream this movie, but the Chromecast in my bedroom didn't let me cast. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just too old because I had to upgrade my internet because with new devices. So I wouldn't take the password, wouldn't take anything. So I went today, 
bought a new Chromecast with Google TV, set it up. So I had to just reset the apps that were there, man. It worked. It was password after password after password after password after password. Jesus Christ. Which made me think, like, I have too many fucking apps, man. You need to have the same password for all your apps, bro. I mean, I have too many apps, man. I bet. We were talking about this, right? I'm so much, I'm you didn't download that app, bro, that I'm shows you. I'm such a fucking consumer, dude. Yeah, you are. I'm such a fucking consumer with, like, content. Yes. Why do you fit? Why do you feel? I know you love it. Like you're good. You're very talented with your knowledge. You're very, you're very well versed. You're multifaceted with your knowledge, which is cool. And I, I'm sure you take a lot of pride with it. But like, is it, is it? Do you, do you get FOMO from it? Do you feel like you get a personality disorder, or, or what goes through your head where you feel like, oh, I, I need this. I need, need this. It varies in degrees. Like, okay. Um, so if certain certain films that come out, for an example, or books, and if it's someone that I like, an artist that I like, I immediately want to have it. Yeah. Because I have their other stuff where I know, like, oh, I'm going to like it. I want it. Yeah. But lately, but I check myself now. Like, I'm like, chill out, Raul. Do you really need it? No. This, that. Yeah. And it's the same thing Shit. with, that's a problem. It's the same thing with records. Yeah. Certain artists, right? Like, I'm like, oh, that, that record's coming out. I'm, I'll pick it up. And I pick it up right from their website before you're not able to get it later. You have to go to a record store to get it. So I've learned, I'm learning how to check myself with that. Okay. But in terms of keeping it small scale, man, because we could sit here for hours talking about my consumerism. Well, you know, I don't have kids. I'm not married. So it's... That's just of, you defending what you... No, I mean, it just makes more sense because yeah, yeah, I yeah. put my money in things like this. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not, and I'm not validating it no or, not just want to know as an excuse but yeah that's where a lot of my money goes you know absolutely um which you know i have instruments i should but the point is this like i do because it's i i'm too much a consumer with certain things i'm like man like why do i have all this shit yeah you know like yeah. seriously if you if i shut everything off right now right if i shut off all the apps if i shut off all the the streaming services if i shut off all that right just with everything that I have here in my house, from the books to the music, the records, yeah. to the movies I already have, I wouldn't be bored, right? It'd be endless pretty much. Yeah. All the shit that I could watch, you know? So it's like, or read, etc. So That's a good point. I need to make yeah. sure, like, I got to level set with myself and be like, dude, stop purchasing this stuff until you finish this or finish this yeah, or finish man. that. And then just get to it, man, because... Um, and also, what about time to just sit and think? I feel like I do that enough, but when is it, When are you able to process this stuff you're consuming? Mm-hmm. If you're fucking not sitting there letting it, letting yourself fucking digest it or thinking for yourself yeah, man. and all that, because a lot of this stuff. And I was thinking about that lately. A lot of the stuff, man, is just distraction, right? That's all it is. It's just distraction. I learned that. I remember the first step I had to like divorcing myself with like oversaturating myself with consumerism was unsubscribing from emails bro because it's like one less thing that you're being reminded about so like bro that shit helps a lot too like bro i almost bought these docs and i think i'm gonna buy them because i feel like i need to buy myself something i haven't bought myself something yet 
But these new Doc Martens that came out, since we're talking about consumerism, yeah, with snakes on them, bro. Because I've okay. been big on snakes. Because I'm a snake. So I'm like, damn, I, I need these. Yeah, you and they're $180. And I'm like, fuck, $180? I was like, I don't know. I should get these. You're a bad daddy to get that, man. I am. Huh? <laughs> if I do that, fuck. No treat- DS for you, Zeke. You got to treat yourself, man. I know. I think I'm a cop one. No, but you guys just sold your place, man. You paid <clears> off your debt. You guys have some money saved. You and the wife here are cool, and the kids. You guys talk about this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're, you could treat yourself. I could treat myself for sure. But I'm just saying, for example, you know, like I, I would have bought in last week. Like I'm still having that conversation with myself. I was like, all right, maybe next week. I do that with certain things, but see, you already passed the test, right? Because yeah. it, it's no longer impulsive. Yeah. And if you still want it now, it's been a week, then you know it's not impulsive. And yeah. You already, and you already thought about it, like, yeah, I could do this if I want. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, I got to get this. And then you're like, fuck, why did I buy this shit? Yeah, dude. But there's a lot of other things where I'm impulsive about. I still got to work on my patience, and I still need to give myself a little more breathing room whenever I like a second of fear or a second of anger kicks in. So I need to remember to just take a step back, let it digest a little bit, and just start chipping away. Because I think we all fall victim to that. I fall victim to that a lot. Absolutely, man. You know, that's really tough. But it's crazy. That's all part of the journey, man. Yeah, it's all part of the journey. It's been cool, man. I've been, like, trying to just to continue. I'm the pursuit of just continuing to, to learn and trying to gain knowledge, wealth, learn from people. And like I stumbled upon like a like a random quote from from someone named Brandon Notch. And I put it on Instagram. And like I was like, oh cool, this is actually their Instagram page. So I tagged them. And and then he hit me up. He's like, hey, thanks for posting that. He's like, send me your send me your address. I'll send you, I'll send you my book that I'm gonna come out with. And I was like, all right, cool. Send it to him, and he, he indeed he did it, bro. Like he sent me, he sent me a, a, a book that he's gonna come out later this year with. Um, what was the uh, what was the quote you quoted or reposted? So the quote was it something that he just had posted up that he he put a quote from one of his books or something? Well, I got the quote from like I just like look up quotes at times, so okay. I found the quote that way. Okay. And then it's 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 from his book. So And then you posted and you tagged him at it or at him? Yeah, and I and I tagged him. I tagged him at it and then he was like, "Oh, and then he hit me up, dude." Which was fucking really cool of him. Oh, it's fucking right, he, man. He didn't he didn't have to do that shit. Yeah, and he and he sent you his book. Yeah, he sent me a book. He sent me what's two a, books. What's his, what's the uh, book called, do you know? The book is called um Death is Only the Beginning. Okay. Yeah. So what is it like a trans like a, uh, a like a transcending book, spiritual book? What is? Yeah, it? you could say that, like an alchemy, metaphysical, spiritual, spiritual book. So yeah, he has. He said, "I have a new book coming out at the end of the year, a follow up to Death Is Only the Beginning, and the prequel to the Seven Steps of the Spiritual Alchemy." So he sent me two books with it. But yeah, man, uh, the quote that he said is. Uh, Freedom is only the prize we are working for. Whoa, wait, hold on. No, that wasn't. I have it right here. Because I've been quoting him, bro. Like, I've, I've probably said like three of his quotes. 
But this one right here really stood out to me, like caught my eye or my ear, I should say. He said, um, as soon as you are born, you're given a name, a religion, a nationality, and a race. You spend the rest of your life defining and defending a fictional density. And I was like, damn. Yeah. So it really resonated with well, me. Well, the ego, right? That's the ego. The ego, yeah. And then also it could be like, like sometimes like, let's say the Cowboys, like I'm fighting someone for the Cowboys, like someone like I don't even know at a bar, like a fake identity or like, like, oh, you're a Catholic. You need to be Catholic. And I'm just fighting people that's a different religion. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm right. saying that's that's the ego because the ego. Oh yeah, the ego. Okay, the ego is like the things that you've learned that you attached yourself to. Yes, you know you attach yourself to like uh, meaning like that 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 part of your your consciousness, your ego consciousness, right? Like, yeah. Like I am Raúl. Yeah. I am Catholic. I like the Bills. Those are things that you use to identify yourself. So yeah. you give ideas too. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's an ego. And says so like it's not your higher conscious where you're the observer of those things. Yeah, where you're the observer of those things, dude. So, yeah, it really resonated with me because I'm like, that's true, man. Because in the book, um, As a Man Thinketh, right, the journey of self-discovery, dude. That's what it's all about. And, like, who, who are we? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's wild, bro. He said something right here where, where he talks about what Sad Guru mm-hmm. said, bro. Because Sad Guru said, do you see me right now? Like, he was like, let me see if I remember what he said. He was like in front of like a bunch of people, like in an auditorium. And he's like, do you see me? And everyone raises their hand like, yeah, we see you. He's like, point, point at me if you see me. And then he's like, but, ah, fuck, I'm butchering this, bro. No, that's right, I man. Want, You'll come back to it. I, I want to see. Ah, fucking Jesus, God. Yeah, man, I don't have it. But he says, like, you don't, you don't experience. I forgot how he said it, bro. My bad. I'll come back with it, bro. That's right, man. Yeah, yeah. No big deal. Man. I know You're I had good. you at the edge of your seat with I was it, like, bro. I was waiting. I was like, all right, man, well, what a payoff. Yeah, what I know. Seriously. Payoff. Seriously, bro. <laughs> That's all right, man. Just come prepare for the next week with it, man. Yeah, seriously. Dude, uh, isn't it this weekend the uh, the freaking uh, Nugano and um, Tyson Fury fight? Yes. Who do you have on that, bro? Come on, dude. Come Who on. do you Fury. have We know on it's that. Fury. You think so? Bro, a boxing match? Yeah, 100%. <sighs> I don't know but why. But I also was 100% that the Bills are going to be the Patriots. And boy, was I wrong. Mac Jones is a beast. No, Bills just beat themselves. So Bills are just stinking it up. You man. still like the coach? Hell yeah. Bills are just stinking it up. Stop, ex- it was stop ex- defending the coach, bro. It was a- I hear that we always just try to blame the coach, man. How about the players just not executing? Because the play calling sucks. But who calls the offensive plays? The coach. Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Man, we'll fire him, bro. No, I just think the Bills are just executing correctly, man. The hurricane. Bills aren't executing, man. But anyways, um, enough about that. I think Fury's going to get upset. I think is going to knock him out. I don't know why, bro. Upset. You want to you see you want to upset the apple cart, you know? 
Yeah, I, I think, I don't know, man. I have a feeling about it. I think just with him having Mike Tyson in his corner, Francis Ngannou having, like, God-given knockout power. Like, I think if he's, like, he's been training serious for, like, this last year, I think he could, like, put together, like, a good, decent three-punch combo where he's able to, like, do what Deontay Wilder did to Fury. Because I think he hits harder than him. So if he's able to kind of like just master a three-punch combo, he hits a little harder. I don't know if he gets up. Look, does he uh, does he have a puncher's chance? Yeah, he, of course. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Is it going to happen? I strongly doubt it. I strongly, strongly fucking He's a doubt huge it. underdog. If Fury goes in there and he just, he has 100% focus, I can guarantee you he could probably do it where he doesn't even get touched. Yeah. You know? But we don't know. We don't know, right? I want to see that three-punch combo, but yeah, guy. It's gonna, they're going to fight like literally at 2 p.m. with the one-punch combo. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, man, I saw Killers of the Flower Moon, but we'll touch base on that next week, man. Okay, I want to hear it. For sure, for sure. Scorsese, man, 80 years old, bro. Them eyebrows are still growing. Master. Right? Master, bro. Master of his craft, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, bro, I'm glad to see you, man. Fucking take us out, baby. Likewise, likewise. But everyone out there, thank you so much for listening, liking, and subscribing. Don't forget, be your biggest fan. Leave with love. Brother from the same month. Absolutely, man. You know, like I said, stay up, up, up.